on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We're going to talk about getting a statue for a buffalo that died trying to get away from the circus and a vertiport in Lake Nona. A vertiport? What is that? It's for flying cars. Hear about it on Bungalow on the Bus. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I am a lowly, skiving, chubby, good-for-nothing drunk, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Is that your best Scottish accent? I don't know where that was that from. Was, I, I would have guessed Scotland. <laughs> I've been to Scotland, and so I know. Okay, I was going to, let's just say UK, and then I won't get in trouble. I just said Scotland. Here on Bungalow or in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're in the best bungalow neighborhood <laughs> of all the bungalow neighborhoods. Col- Fake College Park. Fake College Park. College Park adjacent. That's where I live. We are at my house tonight. John's always trying to get me to his house. That's true, and I did. Uh, <laughs> COVID is raging, and so we're here at my house. Is it raging? Is that why we're here? You well, know, no, the numbers nervous? are way up. Yeah. yeah. Not a spike, though. You oh, know? yeah. Is it a spike? Oh, yeah. Or is it just spike. like a gradual? No, you know? it's a spike. Okay. It's like it's like you're going up that first hill on a roller coaster right now. Oh. And it's just going up. All I heard is we have only down to go. Well, right? round in the corner. <laughs> round in that corner. Do you think they're going to close some things down? Uh, maybe. They closed. The, they're, so in Chicago, they, they, they are starting uh-huh. some shutdowns. I'll be curious what happens in the next week or two. I don't think they're going to shut anything Florida's down. Florida's a little different. We're a little more cavalier about life yeah. here in Florida. And we never really shut down before. No. Like, you know, not to downplay what happened to the businesses. A lot of businesses were shut down, but Floridians. And hospitals here are okay, but hospitals in other parts of the country, especially parts of the Midwest, are, are starting to get to capacity. Scary. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Scary. Anyway. Look, look after yourself. That's John. why we're at my house. I thought we should do this week at my house. Well, uh, what'd you do this week? This week, Besides cower and fear in your closet. Uh, I was at the beach one day. I went oh. to New Smyrna Beach. It's only okay. there for like 10 minutes. To the dunes? Uh, no, we had to go pick up a kiln. Okay. My wife and I, she's a potter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm not a potter fan, like a ceramics artist. Ceramicist. So we had to go pick up a kiln out there. That's fun. Yeah, it was How heavy was that monster? Uh, not, it comes in parts, so not okay. too bad. All right. Not too bad. Is she using it? Not yet, because it's a gas kiln. Okay. Which means we got to get a hookup for uh, propane and propane accessories, if you know anybody. Stop it right yeah. now. Stop. Uh-huh. That's so funny. You've had to add so many things to your garage. We do. We got we got a lot of pottery things your in the garage. hookup, too. Like, you didn't have to do electric hookup. I haven't got and... that done yet. Yeah, we have another one that has to get wired into the house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Solar powered. No, no. no that <laughs> whole power, probably. How much that thing, how much energy that thing takes. What else did you do? Uh, that's about it, I think, Brendan. Okay. How about you? Well, our print issue is out. Uh, super excited about that. Our, our little mini magazine is out, so I've been delivering. Uh, I went to the Soseki pop-up. Have, we wrote about this. It's the guy from Taglish, Michael Kalantis. Yes. And, uh, Denny. I see him all over the place, but I don't know if I've ever met the guy. You should, because he's also a video guy. They ah. have like a production company that he, I think it's called Tagless Productions, and they are really trying to just tell the stories about Filipino Americans. And okay. He's going to be going all over the country recording people. Uh, he did something for the Jeffrey exhibit opening because he's also Filipino. But they have a pop up 
now pop-up series at the educational education kitchen kitchen the one here in college park yeah that's led by uh the adventists you know yes yeah kevin chef Con- Fonzo. Kevin Fonzo's over there emerald threw some money at it so they have a pop-up happening now in the heart of college park where it's just like artisan sushi and i got invited to go on saturday oh and it was like an omakase experience was it fancy Really fancy and really beautiful. I had Kobe beef and oh yeah, they knew they I cooked was a, that or that just raw. Ah, uh, raw. Nice. Yeah, they did cook some later for everybody. It was just an amazing experience. Like course after course of just delicious things, fish that I'd never even heard of before. <laughs> you know, like allergic the, to all of them. Probably allergic to all of them. No shellfish. It was, but it's so good. Anyone can go. You can uh, Soseki S O S E K I. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, I think it's definitely worth it. You can also get takeout sushi, too. Cool. So that was fun. Cool. Uh, I went to check out Shaka Donuts in Soto. They're oh, kind that, of relaunching. That reminds me. I met Shaq this week. No. Yes. Shaquille O'Neal. He was here this week. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. What was he? Oh, at an opening of something. So uh, Harbor House, which helps victims of domestic violence. Right. He donated money so they could build a basketball court for like the kids that have to stay uh. there. And so they were doing a groundbreaking. And uh, I met I met Shaq. That's how he talks. That's how he talks all the time. Super nice guy. It's not. It's not often where you meet someone taller than you. He's a big guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a big guy, but really nice. Did too. he DJ? No, I wish he would have. He, he's a DJ. When right? I was like ten years old, I was a fan of Shaq's <laughs> rap album, Shaq Diesel. Okay. It was called. Uh, I wanted to ask him a question about it, but I didn't. No. And I'm not the kind of guy that's going to, like, get a photo with Shaq, although, like, everybody else did. And you totally should have. I just don't like doing that. Okay. I don't know. Because you don't like it when people do it to you? No, I like it when people do it to me. Okay. But I feel like, eh, like, I don't want to be that guy <laughs> that's going to ask for a photo I love it them. when people ask me to do it. Yeah, I oh, do, I too. It. I like it, but I just, I didn't want to ask Shaq, but I yeah, a, I met Shaq. I had a meeting with a grown-up at the city, like, a, I don't know, a, a month. Grown-up. A month ago or something and they were they never met me before and they just love bungalower and uh and i forget sometimes how much people can really like it oh yeah and they were like breathless john yeah like, like I get breathless that. i mean because i've been on tom and dan a lot yeah the, uh, another podcast Too here on funny. real radio and i'll be like in a parking lot at home depot and somebody <laughs> will be like hey bus dagger let's get a picture yeah. i'll be like all right let's do it and meanwhile inside you're like they don't know that i'm wearing two different socks <laughs> <laughs> i just left the oven on no like, i love it no i love doing that when people see me i love taking photos i just like that we're not working in a vacuum that's the True. only thing i like about it uh what else did i do we did that the print issues out festival of trees i just will be talking about that they've been buying some ads from us but oh. i actually went to the opening this time which you're a 90 year old woman all of a sudden I, covered in glitter <laughs> and i was uh a little nervous you know i kind of have made fun of it in the past oh yeah you have but i they actually, don't listen to our show though. they don't no <laughs> maybe they're listening. their hearing aids are not in their ears <laughs> uh but this year they have all the art up which generally they don't have the art up at the same time. Blows my mind that you wouldn't have them both up. Like, right. We're already here. We might as well see this stuff. Which is a major part of why I kind of didn't like it before. But I, it's all up this time. And there was one moment when I walked into this one room and there's this like storm painting. Not like, not the character from the Marvel no. storm. Not an X-Men character. Although I would like that too. <laughs> one of my favorite X-Men. Uh, but like a beautiful storm over like a field. And then there's this striking red tartan 
Christmas tree right in front of it with this woman just decorating it. And I thought, man, that's like a National Geographic moment that's happening right yeah. now. What a beautiful, and I tried to capture it and failed, uh, <laughs> but just beautiful. And it was just, and it was because of the context of the art. And so I actually, from then on, just kind of really enjoyed myself. So good. Yeah. You have to get tickets, get a reservation. You can't just show up there because they're, you know, trying to control how many people get in access. They have uh, ugly sweater contest coming up. Nice. Christmas cocktails with uh, Santa Claus event too. So cool, cool you events. Do a pretty sweater contest. Like I've seen so many ugly ones. Like why not you like a nice sweater like one? Really? Or like sexy sweater? Yeah, sexy. sexy sweater. Sweater. I'd go to that. Would you? Yeah. And it's just like yarn around your nipples. <laughs> like what? It <laughs> doesn't look like it's keeping you warm just, at all. Just me naked finger knitting in the corner. <laughs> like, <laughs> sexy sweater. Uh, news, news. Finally, yeah, that's what we normally talk about here on Bungalow and the Bus. Well, we, I like that we get to talk about what our week was true, to, which is why I keep asking you every week. Uh, do you remember this thing about Alligator Rob? No. Okay, so this is a little sad and a little happy. Alligator Rob was sent up from Florida to Chicago. Is this a person or an alligator? He's a guy. Oh, okay. He's a guy, Rob, and he and he's a professional alligator wrangler. Like he wrestles gators. Okay, for and I he's, feel like Florida's the place to be, not Chicago. <laughs> well, he's from Florida, so that's where he specializes in it. And he got flown up as an expert to Chicago to go wrangle a rogue gator that was in a park there, and and Chance the Gator became kind of famous. <laughs> Everybody was following it along, and then when Rob, this guy, came up because nobody could catch him, they kept trying to catch him for really? weeks. He just couldn't catch him. Two weeks, I think, and then they were like, well, let's call in an expert from Florida. And <laughs> Which is like anybody from Florida. <laughs> Just call anybody from but Florida. But they got Rob, and he was this handsome, well-spoken guy, tall drink of water, big, beautiful, black, thick beard, uh-huh. and uh, and he caught it in like an hour. Yeah, he was like, wrangled it. And everybody loved him. Chicago fell in love with Rob. So he Rob. stayed up there. And he threw like a pitch at the game, at the Cubs oh, game. Oh, like, really? Like, this I is- love, I want to say something before we get too much farther. I love that part of the story. I think sometimes Orlando lacks that where we, like weird stuff happens and the city just knows about things yeah. and then they embrace it. I don't know if we do that that well here no. in Orlando. No, and yeah. I love that. And so I latched onto it because I just thought, what a great representative of what Florida man should be, you mm-hmm. know? Like that's a, I want to see more of that. Yeah. Uh, and so I just kind of instantly fell in love with him and I wrote about it on my personal blog, brendanoconnor.me. If you want to check it out. Is there a .com, Brendan O'Connor? Just me. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I just thought, thought maybe you just couldn't get the .com. <laughs> it's always more expensive. So you went with the .me. .me is funny, $5 more a year. .me. <laughs> uh, but he needs our help. What's what's going on? He's got, he needs heart surgery. Oh, no. And he doesn't have health insurance. And uh. so, and doctors, I guess he's high risk because he had surgery when he was younger, when he was like a kid. Mm. Uh, and so a lot of doctors are just saying, no, you're too high risk. We don't want to operate on you. So he's just trying, there's a little GoFundMe for him. Oh no. Yeah. And so if you want to just type alligator Rob and GoFundMe and you can contribute, you know, a couple bucks to him. All right. How much does he need? I think he, I think. Like 25,000? Expensive. Yeah. 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 I think he's at. Ten grand. Last Does he need I a new heart? Totally. I or? don't know, John. Okay. I don't know. I just instantly saw that he needed help, and I 
latched on to right. it. So if you can help alligator. Help him out. Rob, help alligator help rub out. If you're a surgeon that's willing to help him or willing to look into it, awesome. And let us know because I okay. want to know if we if we help make that happen. Uh, Lake Nona is scoring oh, yeah. a, a vertiport. I've been hearing this all over the place. <laughs> Not just local news. Like the AP wrote about it. NPR was talking about it. It's huge. Yes. And apparently the owner of Bungalower, Matt Brofman, has been working on this behind the scenes for three years. Didn't tell you about it. He, he told me twice. Because I'm always like, what does the director of innovation do over there? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm trying to get flying cars. And I was like, yeah, great use of taxpayer money. Get out of here. So wait, explain this. It's a vertiport is an airport for things that take off vertically. And it's, so it's, they have these, they call them flying cars, but they're not really. It's just a vertically taking off airplane. It's little. It can fit like five people. And it can go straight up in the air. It doesn't need a runway. That's all it fits is five? I think so. Oh, okay. These little ones, these models, it's by a Munich-based company, uh, Luminar. Or, not Luminar. Lilium. Lilium <laughs> Aviation. <with> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they are getting the Vertiport is going to go into Lake Nona. So Lake Nona, which already has autonomous shuttles... It's going to have these little flying cars. So, so what's the point of this? Is it to get me from Lake Nona to Tampa it's like to a missing, Orlando? To... Yeah, short commuting things, but they're super fast. They're electric. You can get 180 miles on one charge. Ah. So it lasts a long time, and uh, and it'll be cheaper than planes. Okay. Right? And but they're it takes for short. I, I think I heard on the radio this morning they are for short distances. When I say short, I mean under within the state they said it was the, their range was 186 miles which i thought was a weird number um cool that's the charge okay i just thought that was yeah, a yeah. weird number like 185 <laughs> we're good 187 well, you're crash landing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just playing for that okay. you know? well so, 180 can get you to tampa though it could and it could get you there without having to go to an airport yeah you know like this is you could go to a hell you gotta have more something. people than five to make it sustainable for like finances like but just to, well i don't know there's people that just rent little private planes and they're gonna go to key west but there's more than one right like there's mean? gonna be more than one the shuttle. whole fleet of them oh, okay well, yeah All yeah right. whole fleet because eventually right. this is orlando will be one will be a hub Okay. And like a whole nationwide I like the idea. I mean, I hope this works. And the city gave them a million dollars, right? Over the next 10, 10 years, years, yeah, they're getting a million dollars in incentives. And, and Tavistock is all about it. And it's not even supposed to maybe start till 2025, I think. It's going to be done by 2025. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're hopping right into it. All right. And they're actually right close to the multimodal transit hub that's going to be finished by then at the executive airport, or the larger airport, Orlando International uh-huh. Airport. I don't understand where how like what that looks like for traffic control right because well, it might fly Lake under a right certain, behind it might fly under a certain level right they're just gonna have to go or it's right next to the airport it is so they're just gonna have to only come from the east or something well like, i'm what? sure they'll work with the faa and the yeah. and the folks they're really the cool we have footage of them flying up on bungalow.com. I hope com. this is like a real thing. I hope it's not just like, well, five years went by and that didn't <laughs> work didn't out. And there goes Thanks our million dollars. Million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to happen. But speaking of that, there's, well, we won't get into that. Well, what I wanted to say though, Brendan, is yeah. I think Florida specifically is a really good state and Orlando too for that type of thing because there's a lot of people that come here 
from across the country and across the world. Right. Not right now because of COVID, but like hopefully in the next few years. And, you know, they fly into Orlando, but they want to see the rest of the state and they don't really have a mode of transportation. Maybe they don't want to drive. They're definitely not going to fly from Orlando to Tampa or Orlando to Miami. That's just like so expensive. So this might be a way for them to get to these places. I think it's more domestic, too. Oh, like really? It's not just going to be like charter things. It's like you can just fly your flying car. Uh-huh. You know, if, if you're a doctor and you have to go up to Jacksonville really quick, yeah. or you're or a politician. Like okay. You could just hop in it and get done. You don't have to commute. I mean, that's. I hope all this works out. Like I do too. I think and then, great. if you mix that with trains, I'll never be able to go unless it's like covering a story. It's business class prices, they said. Oh yeah, that's what I. That's what I heard. Well, that's who it's for. It's not. That's for for not us. For the yokels like you no. and I. It's for higher well, page earners over. Thank you. Higher <laughs> page earners over at uh, Lake Nona, and that's Lake Nona is is being designed as a luxe top true. down. You know. Center of Orlando in 20 years, maybe. Yeah. It'll be like when there's like, you know, in those like apocalypse movies, you know, and everybody's like living in the waste as mutants. And then there's like one shining city that everybody talks about that's all the time. Like Nona. I think that's what they want to be. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Uh, Orange County is investing $5 million into public performance spaces. Oh. Yeah. So they got a, a lot of money from a CARES grant. Uh, and they are using it, they're using $5 million of it to fund social distancing compliant performance spaces in public parks across the county. Okay. So places that, like, if you want to do an outdoor concert, you could just plug right in and it's good quality setup. They'll pay I, for everything. I would love to go to a concert right now and be socially distanced from people. I, You know what? Why not? And it shouldn't, we should have those things anyway. I think yes. it's great that we can do that. Well, with- I think we should have more parks, like, in general. <laughs> I mean, where I live, yeah. I, I really can't walk to a park. There's one park that's like a 15-minute walk. Which they're trying. There's supposed to be a five-minute park initiative. I don't know what the timeline on that is. I've written about it a couple times. Like, I'm waiting for... Uh, is that an elbow? Or Are you that... looking at my backyard? No, there's just something over there. That's, that's a fence. It's another fence? Yeah, it's another it fence. It looked like an elbow. I thought you were looking at like there was a skunk there or something. No, We're no. in my backyard it's, right it now. It just looked like someone was like elbowing over Nobody you. wants to see you. Well, you know. I Nobody's got a little nervous. You. All right. I had a little hoot before he came over. You know, <laughs> a little anxious. But no, I, I, the park thing, I, I, I'm not within walking distance of a park. Well, they want everybody eventually, you know, one day when it's everything's perfect. It, we're, <laughs> you're supposed to be like a 10-minute, 15-minute walk away from a park. Uh, I think there's even a five-minute park. Plan, yeah, I'm, not, I'm about 15, 20, maybe 25 minutes. What is it? Guernsey Park. Oh, okay. In the city. But which you'll soon packing district. Which will Hopefully be right there'll the be a little park there. Oh yeah, the park will be over there. Yeah, yeah. the huge central park, and then yeah. you're gonna have a bunch of little parks. Yeah, I'm Every excited. Block of the and YMCA. Wack, yeah, YMCA, which looks like a giant Y. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, they actually, it's smart. I like that. Uh, Rollins, a Rollins student, just released a film featuring World War II veteran stories. I love it. Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. I didn't get a chance to it's, see it. I've done some work on some World War II veterans. They're fantastic to talk to. Which, more of that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And, and they're getting up in eight. I mean, most of them are in their 90s now, if they're still alive. Yeah, so all the more important to record yeah. those stories. This is, uh, he's a freshman, and he it's just so interesting. He's been doing it since 2015, so he must have uh-huh. been in high school when he started it. Uh, started a nonprofit that's all about funding his collection of veteran stories and if you want to see his documentary 
It's called Normandy Revisited. Ah. And you can catch it for free on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I love it. No, so I love it. Shout out to Benjamin Mac Jackson. Mac Jack. Mm-hmm. I bet that's what they call him, the Mac Jack attack. Yeah, you think so? What's up, Mac Jack? <laughs> <laughs> when he hits 21, he can have a blackjack Mac Jack party. <laughs> um, I don't have anything to say after that. Are we okay on time? Ah, we can take a break if you want. Yeah, let's take a break. You want to take a break? Take a break. We'll All talk right. about how Florida is hated by everybody and a buffalo. Why is it hated by everybody? This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Young ones ages three to five can learn how to make a healthy breakfast that's shaped like a teddy bear. Little Chef Teddy Bear Toast is an online class on November 14th. Show thanks in a heartfelt way. Creating thank you notes is a virtual event on November 15th. You'll learn creative tips for lettering on cards and envelopes. Bully Cyberbullying is a virtual event on November 17th conducted by Victim Service Center of Central Florida. You'll learn the definition and characteristics of types of bullying and how to prevent it. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. The Festival of Trees is back for its 34th year and advanced tickets are already on sale. This year's event will take place from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. November 12th to the 29th, with the exception of Mondays and Thanksgiving Day. During this time, the Orlando Museum of Art will be transformed into a holiday wonderland filled with glitter and holiday cheer. This year's theme is Joy to the World, celebrating a season of joy. Selected by the Council of 101 to focus on adding a little joy during the holiday season. But while the fun will be what Central Floridians have come to expect from the beloved event, the Council of 101 has scaled down the event this year and made some changes to ensure a safe and fun event for all. Tickets will be managed through reserved admissions due to limited capacity. Advanced ticket purchases are strongly encouraged. For those who can't make it out, organizers have enhanced the virtual experiences, offering online tours of the festival, virtual events, and even the opportunity to purchase a tree online. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit councilof101.org. That's councilof101.org. This is Brennan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofing. Hey guys, it's hurricane season, and it's going to present a whole new level of challenges as we navigate COVID-19 and unpredictable storms. The first few seconds after a storm hits can be some of the most stressful. What do I do? Who do I call? Who can help me now? Well, we've taken tremendous steps in preparing our new warehouse, training award-winning teams, and stocking up on all of the supplies we will need to take care of your home as soon as we get your call. Be ready. Visit us at jannyroofing.com and learn more about how we have you covered. Thanks for choosing us. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. 
And I'm here to tell you that houses don't cost $100,000 anymore and to stop emailing me about it. <laughs> Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com. They do. You're just looking in the wrong places in the wrong state. <laughs> no. If it's $100,000, it's in the wrong place. In Orlando. Ain't nobody paying. You don't want to live in a house that costs $100,000 here. Probably not. No. 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 And every time I write about a house on Bungalower.com that's over $250,000, people are like, oh. Yeah. Who's going to pay that for that? I've seen a few that were $400,000. There was one just today. To one. It was like an orchid. It was. But it's an Audubon Park. Beautiful house. Immaculately landscaped. Yeah. You know? And yeah, it's $400,000. It's an expensive house. So don't buy it. No. Who's going to say that? Eat your avocado toast. (laughs) <laughs> Save up and buy a house that you can afford. Yeah, and grow an avocado tree. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. If you like what you hear, follow us. Subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us every Friday here on Real Radio. Yeah, go to bungalower.com. Read about all the things that Brendan writes about. Yeah, reading's awesome. It sure is. And uh, John doesn't work for us. He's no, just a really good friend. I have a real job. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? I work for the man. <laughs> I work for the, the cops. Yeah, yeah, you do. For the biggies. I do. Can we say that? Uh, no. No. Is that, is that prejudiced? It is. <laughs> pigs. That's just what the pigs want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking about how Florida has just been named by some random website. Uh, as- wall- is it Wallet Hub? No, it's not. You know, I have a uh, a hatred of Wallet Hub. You, you do. How do you feel about bestlifeonline.com? I have never heard of this website. <laughs> Me either. And according to that, it's very reputable, though. Florida is among the most hated states in the nation. Okay, that that's probably true. And, <laughs> and it's based on the amount of people leaving and relocating. Oh, I don't believe that. Uh, I think this year I can see it because we saw a lot of young people. We who have a net positive of people, though. I don't. I, we do. We do. We're, More people year? move to Florida than leave Florida. This year? Every year. I would be, I want to see those. Numbers. Okay. I want to see, John. All right. Uh, what Don't do you they was, say like 1,500 people a week move to Orlando? Yeah, before the before the COVID. All right. That's what, that. yes. All right. And I, then I think it just kind of went on hold. And then well, we everybody's of, on hold right now. <laughs> and we're hearing, I think a few episodes ago, we talked about people who are moving here from New York just because it's more affordable yeah. and they can work remotely. They well, don't have to be in the city. I mean, a lot of people move here from New York because they work up there for their whole lives. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, it's time to retire. I can't afford to retire here. I'm going down to Florida. Well, now we have people that are just coming here and working remotely because they're like, why would I want to be here in New York for the winter? I could be on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Totally. Right? Doing the exact same job. Totally. nobody's coming to the office. Yeah. And then I'll just rent this house out when I leave. Exactly. Yeah, I think it makes sense. All right. But, but that's not the reason it's hated, well, I feel like. I agree. Who knows? I'm sure there's this. other reasons. Uh, do we agree with it? Do we? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the reason. We don't like the reasons behind it. Uh, Bar- oh wait, what do you think was the most hated one according to this? Of all states? Yeah. Oh man, if I had to guess, uh, there's a lot of partisanship right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would guess California. Uh, it's up there. I think it was number two. Okay. Number one was New Jersey. Oh, all right. Which is so sad. Yeah. Poor New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Barney the Buffalo. Barney the Buffalo. Did Not you the dinosaur. This? No. <laughs> the buffalo. This was a a buffalo. Uh, who ran away from the Buffalo Bill Circus in 1912 in downtown Orlando. They had these these people called punchers. 
they punchers were cattle rustlers okay who were trying to like literally like punch this buffalo to get onto a That's train the only way to stop a buffalo is to punch, punch it, it right in the, in the face. face yeah and you say get in there buffalo <laughs> but it didn't work and barney this time said i'm out of here and it might have been because they suspect he had a mild case of texas fever don't ask me what that is <laughs> i get that when i watch football <laughs> but any for whatever reason barney said i've had enough just like that he escaped. But probably deeper. He probably has a deeper voice than I do. And he ran. He ran up Orange Avenue, took off, went into like hardware stores. Really? Uh-huh. And there was one right there on the, the corner where Walgreens is now. He leaned up against the window outside, took a deep breath and collapsed in the street and died. Died. And died. He just gave up the Buffalo ghost at the intersection of Orange Avenue and Church. And that's one of my, I don't know why, but it's one of my favorite stories about <laughs> Orlando is that just randomly on that corner, every time I walk by, I'm like, oh, a buffalo died. Pour a little once. drink out for him. Yeah, here you go, Barney. And I think we need a statue. I think we should. That's I, a great idea. So I'm going to try to make it happen. All right. And I wrote about it. And uh, if you want to, you know, maybe throw some money at it or something, we're going to find out how much it's going to cost. How much do you think done. it costs? I'm going to say at least three grand. Oh, I was going to say like 20. You think 20 grand? <laughs> at least. I think it just depends on the type of Well, statue. you want a little tiny statue, like a matchbox color? Yeah, or, or we want a big bronze one? Or I think we so. want a fiberglass buffalo that we could get from the parks, maybe? I don't know. Like, Well, then you got to think of installation and like, yeah, we can get all, all that costs money. We can get money. that for free. It, Probably. We know some people. Free. We know some people. Uh, we'll see what happens. Twenty grand is a good cap to put on. I like that. If it's twenty grand, though, we could probably be doing other projects. But I'm really excited about trying to put a Barney the Buffalo statue downtown that everybody can look at and think a buffalo died here. Maybe you should put like a you should get a booth back. Like when when things are back to normal, you should go out there on Friday and Saturday nights, <laughs> like the people out there, like the religious folks, uh-huh, uh-huh. and start. Asking for money. When we're doing the GoFundMe, I could dress like a buffalo, you and I. I will get an inflatable buffalo costume and we will hand out flyers for the GoFundMe page. I love it. Right? I love it. Okay, let's do it. I'm done. And we had I had a bunch of emails this week from people saying, Oh, I really want to be a part of this. I really want to help make Barney a reality. That's what I was like. Well, get ready, because I'll be sending you a GoFundMe link. Uh Hopefully they got money because okay. I don't. We'll see what happens. I we're love gonna, it. And I think we're going to pledge all the money we just raised from our Klingenberry Blood Ale. How much did you get? A grand. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really well, good beer. Where is that supposed to go? At the Ravenous Pig Brewing. We use it. We, we do these collaborative beer projects. We take a dollar of every pour and we put it into like an art project fund. Ah. And so I hadn't figured out what our art project was going to be for this Klingenberry one. I thought maybe just a mural or something. But uh, I think a, a big... Big buffalo, big buffalo. Statue. I love it. Sense. It'd be cool if you could climb it. So I guess bronze is what it's going to be. <laughs> United Arts has a new publisher for their uh, bi-monthly magazine. Shout out to them. They're working with Winter Park Publishing Company now, who does the Winter Park magazine. Exciting. If you care about that stuff, <laughs> uh, it's great. It's our only arts-focused magazine in the region, and it I, covers I four haven't counties. I got one in a while. I used to get them. Well, maybe that's why they need to do publishing. Maybe. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen them either for a long time. Eh, maybe they're all on hiatus right now because of COVID. Uh, Winter Park, the city of Winter Park, is considering a ban on single-use plastic. Oh. 
doesn't the city of Orlando have this? We do, and unfortunately, we were preempted by the state, all municipalities, that you can't ban them outright, like for businesses and everything. No, but the city, but the city can ban the use of it on city-owned property. So when they have like festivals and stuff, they anything can say, you like, do in a public park, anything you do in a like Amway Center, Doctor Phillips Performing Arts Center, like it's the, not it's styrofoam, right? It's not single use because you can use, use like uh, single use plastic. So plastic, plastic. bags, straws polystyrene containers plates like it, it's it will be a no-no yeah i bamboo i can use yes okay also it's kind of more fun to eat off those bamboo spoons it's true i kind of save them sometimes yeah you do yeah i have a little collection and i <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of this hotel trying to go into winter park we talked about this last week that this hotel was oh, coming I didn't, in i'm glad you asked that because i forgot to put it in here so we wrote so so you talked about it and then i read a story in the orlando sentinel about it and i can't tell you what it's called uh i don't remember either it's a fancy looking hotel though it's and, it's designed by the same people who did the alfond inn yeah and the neighbors some neighbors are happy about it some neighbors are not so happy it's about a it. currently like all the buildings where they're looking are like single story small little homes you know and they're surrounded by some pretty intense development so this is over by the hillstone on 1792 between yeah. what uh fairbanks and by Lee. trader joe's yeah, right yeah. on the lake Clarny. they want to put a hotel there i don't remember how many rooms it's a it's, it's, it's a lot a, i want to say it was like 180 it's or something. big like i saw the renderings it's big it's victorian architecture it's a cool so looking it's, place it's beautiful and it like looks I, like the grand floridian yeah at like, like the shining hotel <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like some of the neighbors like i said some of the neighbors are like yeah we're excited but then some neighbors are no. like i don't want any, this in my neighborhood anytime a building goes over two stories in winter park people flip out john i'm just surprised that they could even build that back there because there's not a, i mean there's it's no, a big it's a lot of property that but there's assembled. not like those aren't major streets back there they're just like residential roads yeah, so they're gonna have to redo the road network yeah. around the project, and yeah. so but they've already had to redo the plan because people were so mad, and there was gonna be a parking garage, which they kind of need over there anyway. Yeah, and people flipped out about there being a parking garage there because they didn't want to see it from their million dollar condos across the lake, and so now they've redone the plan and they've sunk the parking underneath the structure. Really? Yeah, like next to a lake. By How a much lake? is that? So they're eating a lot of cost there. To hide parking, they could have just done like an interesting deco, you know, outdoor, I don't know, like facade looking. They, they also talked about how like that property is commercial except for certain plots aren't. They would have to change them to commercial. Oh, They're yeah. residential. Oh, this is going to be a change of use for the whole. It just, I'll be surprised if that gets built. I'll be honest. I think it is going to get you built. Think so? Yeah, the people behind it, you're looking at Adam Wonis from Atrium tree management and. Young. He was uh, like 36. Oh, just a baby. What am I doing? <laughs> My life. I partied with the staff. At, we said this last week when they invited me to an Orlando Magic game. And oh, they're, okay. they're all crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was like a Wall Street you know, moment. <laughs> uh, and I didn't know what I was doing there. But it was super fun. They're nice guys. Uh, I think it's a beautiful project. Is it big? Yes. But I think it kind of fits in for where that corridor is going. I mean, it you, is. I mean, there are houses back there, but. Primarily, it is a, a commercial Small area. Small mason block little homes, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, it's but it is mostly commercial. And most of those houses are vacant. Nobody's living back there. Really? Right yeah, because I think cool Adrian bought them. It's and a they cool just little neighborhood, though. It is, 
but for what it just doesn't make sense anymore for them to be there. Ah. And that's and that's reflected, I think, in the future land use map for that corridor. Ah. It, they want it to be dense development. And the issue that we're getting with Winter Park residents is that they keep trying to treat every part of Winter Park like Park Avenue. And it's you, not. You can't do that. And that's no. okay that they're different. That's okay because there's going to be different uses and different buildings and different businesses that go to different parts of Winter Park. You just can't you can't treat it like that. And you're and it's only going to increase the value of your home further in. Other million dollar estates are not going to be ruined by a beautiful five-star lead designed But, but would hotel you want to live right in. next to a big hotel? I don't think the people who are complaining are are complaining about living next to it. I think they're complaining about traffic and knowing that and then seeing it, you know, seeing it from the street. Okay. I think it's a great use for that corridor. I think it's it's a great use for that lake. It increases the value of the lakefront, you know, nearby. It shouldn't just be private use. It should be accessible by the public. And if it's they're going to take down houses and put in a really cool muse- uh gorgeous looking well-designed building that everybody can go and take advantage of like cool man i, just, I don't know like if i like I, i've seen the renderings it looks like a cool hotel yeah. i don't disagree that winter park needs more places to stay because there's not that many hotels in winter park there's not there's one just up the street at ravidage over behind uh new Standard. yeah but that's that's new and there used to be a hotel over Different there level. they tore it down the best western over there however I will say, if they wanted to build a five or four story hotel in my neighborhood, I might not love it because of where I bought my house. Well, you're gonna get one, <laughs> but not. I guess I don't. I, I I say that meaning like if it was in my specific neighborhood, if it's down the street, that's it's fine. hard, John. I mean, I'm living in the when I moved into my house, it was me and homeless people. Right, like there was, nothing, and, and a you were of, one of them, and I was. <laughs> hey, Bob, <laughs> what's up? Why yeah. are we both homeless? Like you can set your your it's watch. We don't make any money by who was walking by you in the street, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, that's what I would continually think is like I'm one month away from being with you guys, <laughs> and uh, and now you know there's beamers coming in at lunchtime, and and it's all these winter parkers who don't want to go to Park Avenue. They're all coming to Mills for more authentic experiences and better food, you know? So it's, it's interesting just to see that flux uh-huh. and we're surrounded by development yeah. and and that's going to change too. Like it's not just going to be little houses around us or little single story buildings. That's all going to get knocked down one day. I'd say 10 years and you'll see taller stuff in mills 50. Uh, and then I'll move. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> I'll have the money to be able to move. Otherwise I'll be like that little up man. Remember that movie? Up man, from uh, just up, no. Oh yeah, the old man from I love uh. that. I love that movie. F and D. That's not a swear. Wood fired <laughs> Italian kitchen, <laughs> opening a third location in Winter Park. Where's their second location? I don't know. Oh, I know. There's one. Oh, in, there's one Lake Mary, isn't there? Is it Lake Mary? I think so. That's their original one, isn't Lake Mary? Oh, then and the it, other one's in Curry Ford. Okay, well that was and that was the first location for. Their wood fired pizza. Ah. And then this is another wood fired pizza. I don't know. I can't remember. Where's this one going, Winter Park? On a Loma over by like that Sprouts grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of restaurants right there. Yeah, they do well. Yeah. I order from Bole all the time. Really? On Uber Eats. Uh, I was at an event 
with the sheriff's department one day, and the people were like, we love Bole. Let's oh, go to Bole. Sweet potato noodles. Really? Woo, so good. Okay. I get a little kid bowl on the side, too, so I can double right. my noodles. I was at the range. <laughs> you know where the range is at? No. It's over on Weewahooey Road. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Weewahooey. That's what I yell when I'm naked, streaking. Uh-huh. Weewahooey. in south, uh, southeast Orlando. What is it? What's the range? It's where they shoot. It's where they practice oh, firearms. I was expecting it to be like a farm. No, 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 <laughs> no. It was where they middle of nowhere. Were you shooting things? Uh, I have it. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, they told me I could. Well, do it. I should. Like a handgun? Yeah, that's cool. Uh huh. What if it does have a kickback? Probably. I shot a rifle once. Yeah, an old. We one. should go skeet shooting. Skeet. Yeah, I'll go skeet shooting. All right. Okay. Sounds like a date. <laughs> Orange County Library System has a social worker program. If you need any help with career skills training or housing issues or SNAP benefits or the, negotiating this healthcare marketplace, because that's coming up, they've got it all and they'll help you for free. And if just type social worker into our search bar at bungalore.com and you'll see how to get a free appointment with this social worker who will walk you through this stuff. Man, don't go it alone. No. It's, it's hard all- going by yourself. Yeah, and you I know. Get a partner. Know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orlando Fringe is going to host their mini winter fringe again, which is great because they had to cancel their summer festival. Inside or outside or? Kind of both. Virtual? It's going to be some mostly virtual offerings. They're going to do some site-specific performances, like what Creative Village has been doing, or uh, Creative City has been doing downtown. And they're going to have, you know that courtyard behind Orlando Shakes downtown? Ivanhoe Village area? No. Your dog's licking something weird. I know. Down. What do you think it is? Poop? I don't know. Your dog's a poop I have a Boston eater. Terrier, and she's licking the ground. And she likes it. Maybe she ate a frog. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Shakes. Hey, you can watch stuff outside. They're going to have like an outdoor place where they're going to project their performances that you could be streaming at home on a screen. And then you could be like drinking it up uh, at this bar that's catered by Ace Cafe. Nice. So that's going to happen in January if you're into that. Uh, Enzian Theater has launched their Fountain Features. I think we talked about this before. They've added an outdoor screen to their patio at I the Eden Bar. I did see I saw the photo. Okay, cool. I'm like breaking this chair. So, so we're in my backyard <laughs> right now. Brendan's sitting in a chair. But Brendan, I found that chair in the garbage. Yeah, so. well, treat me better. Well, give me, give me like I a got. throne or something, you know. I got to bring my own chair here. My <laughs> bony butt's breaking right through I didn't it. want it to go to the landfill, so I, I saved it. I keep moving. That's good. I used to save. I used to do that and put them at bus stops. When it breaks, it Back breaks. All right. And then I burn it. No, well, no, I don't burn this it. This isn't totally broken yet. Let's see Not if Fias Garris sits on it next time and falls right through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fountain features. It's really, you could only reserve a table for these outdoor movies if you're a member. So you have to become a Enzian Film something something member in order to get to it. I have some event stuff. Do we have Let's time talk about it? events. What's happening? Keep an eye on that time and I'll tell you. Manatees are on the move. We're starting to get some coolish weather, so oh. it's a good time to pick up paddle boarding if you're not afraid of big creatures swimming underneath They're you. They're fine. They don't hurt you. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Then they'll grab your ponytail and drown you. They would never. They play Man- with your ponytails. Manatees would never do that. They play with your ponytails. No, well, I don't have a ponytail. You don't have a ponytail. No, it's true. And you can't touch them, nope. but they do can touch. Do not molest a manatee. Yeah, they have to touch you. 
They call it passive observation. I was just talking to Jim Colbert about this. It's they're like the strippers of the sea. <laughs> There's no touchy. But if you hold your hand out and they rub up against it, it's not on you. Yeah, it's that there. Just it's happened. Them. That's yeah, that's on them. So that happened to me with Barnacle Betty, who I met at Crystal River a few years ago, and she rubbed all up on me. Ah, uh-huh. knocked some of her I do barnacles like manatees. Off. They are adorable. They are adorable. I kind of had a panic attack when I saw my first one swimming up to me, and I screamed a little bit because <laughs> you don't know what it is. Uh-uh. big cows, yeah. big sea cows. That's what I. You know how Pokemon say their name to themselves all the time. I picture manatees saying that to themselves all day, like a sea cow. <laughs> I'm a sea cow. <laughs> they unravel ropes with their mouths. Do they? Yeah, because they're like little water elephants. So cool. Festival of Trees happening through the 29th. We already talked about that. Movie night in the park has already happened. <laughs> I uh, love when you tell me about events that are going on right it's now. It's my fault because I'm using the same list that I make for Jim Colbert. <laughs> um, night of a Million Lights. This is Give Kids the World is transforming their 84-acre nonprofit resort into a light display place. You can go visit the campus 5 to 10 p.m. daily all month, 25 bucks to get in. Maitland Rotary Art Festival is taking place this weekend over at Lake Lily Park. Uh, really cool. It's the 44th annual event. You can see a lot of cool art there if you want. Nice. I think that's also where that man-eating otter lived, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did they like call the fire department on the otter? Maybe they or called the alligator Rob. Maybe. Someone had to wrestle it. Uh, NASA and SpaceX are having their first crewed rocket launch together uh, on Saturday, and and it's going to be crazy. Every they're expecting tens of thousands of people. Really? Oh yeah, like a wave of people. You're a space nerd, a little bit. I'm really not. But I'll tell you what I would be interested in. There's a boat where you can get on the boat and go watch the launch from the bay. I should go see a launch. Yeah, let's go do this. Uh, Island boat lines. You want to go sit on a boat and drink beers? If they invite me, I'll go, yeah. Oh, you don't want to pay for it? No. I don't want to either. So let's <laughs> see if we can go for free. Gods and Monsters. It's one of the largest comic shops, apparently, in the country. I haven't validated that, but that's what they told me. Yeah, they used to be at the that mall over there on Argon. Argon. Yeah. Oh, that didn't go well, did it? I liked it there. Uh, it was okay. Oh, did someone fall off that climbing oh, equipment yeah. and die? Yeah, it died. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Daily City had a store there. Oh, yeah. RV, Van Arsenal, amazing street artist. He had a huge, beautiful yeah. gallery there. It was a good idea. It just didn't last. Didn't last. Uh, one of the largest comic shops in the country, Gods and Monsters, is celebrating their fifth anniversary. They moved. They had to move after Artagon closed. And they're over on iDrive, though, still, right? Yes. Yeah. You can get 40% off all their back issues, 15% off merch. Uh, and then they're having like a big nerd party there too if you're into <laughs> cosplay. So it's 11 a.m. to midnight Saturday. Orlando Ballet is having a little pop-up boutique market. And then there's a Micro Bully Expo. Do you know what a Micro Bully is? No. It's a bulldog, but okay. they're tiny. Oh, tiny They're bulldogs? like a foot long. Oh. And so there's like I celebrity like ones. little bullies like, you're, get out of here, A you belligerent nerd. leprechaun. Yeah. 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 Give you a wedgie. Fuck, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bury you under my rainbow. <laughs> uh, they have a whole expo there, and these are expensive like pocket dogs. Oh. Five grand, 20 grand, oh. a puppy. And like rappers like them. There's huge. That's taking place over at Osceola Heritage Park. I might just go because I'm curious about what these puppies look like. We got to go. Ah. 
Brews and Blooms, Soto, Orlando Brewing. Go check it out. Plants and beer. Brandon, Saturday, Sunday. Thank you for coming over to my house tonight. Ah, you're welcome. I, I'm sorry I broke your chair. That's all right. We got to go.